following program is intended for mature audiences. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Let's talk football. Let's talk football. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. There's been a lot of complaints already. Bad language, smoking grass. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Episode 99 of The Intentional Foul. We are one away from the century mark. It is Josh. It is Dan. We are back. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And we have a lot to get to. Normally, I talk or intro with some sort of life event or something that's going on. I don't have... Do you have anything? This is how I used to open up my radio show in Lake Geneva. Like, we look at each other like, you got anything? Jeez, no, not really. I mean, my dog's nuts. Your dog is nuts. <laughs> like, if you wouldn't have told me, I would have just in the last few minutes thought it was a hound dog. Yeah. There was a pretty wicked howl going on up there. Yeah, he doesn't like being created when we're uh, when we're recording the show. Well, especially after he goes all hamster wheel but, Yeah, but if I didn't do it, he'd be, like, jumping on the table here. He'd flipping out. Chewing on my beard and things. Yes. Yeah. That's right. All right. I'm not in the holiday spirit. I told Shane, even though it switched to December, you get get some holiday decorations. Your mom still do those? <laughs> she, I, I don't know. She's Apparently, plop, there's like this that down next one, to the TV. one like, fake little tree here. <laughs> it's like, and then you should just have the Charlie Brown tree at this point where they I put know. the ornament on it and it just tips well, over. Well, I do have a little tree, like just a little miniature fake tree uh-huh. with some some ornaments and stuff, and I was thinking about putting it up, but I'm like, Your oh, dog's dog, going to tear that apart. That dog will destroy that thing. No way. No way. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get to it. We have some things to get. We'll see how long it goes tonight. We don't have as much as usual. We'll run through the, uh, the NFL action, Packers, Bears, rest of week 12, and then week 13. We're on 13 already. Man. Are we? Wow. And yeah. also... A Wednesday night game. Yeah. <laughs> or no, Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, what? Why in the afternoon? Because NBC's carrying, and they want to keep carrying, the 88th Rockefeller Center tree lighting ceremony oh, televised. Geez. Okay. So they want to keep that, so they just move the football. Because the football game's already been moved three times. Why not move well, it again? <laughs> you shouldn't feel so bad then as a... The sports guy that has some questionable programming things happen at your place of work, and it happens everywhere. Yeah, it's it's one of those things when you try and plan so much, and and you you're you're dead on when you give your assessment. Like we get ahead of ourselves when we start nitpicking what late January and early February games we're going to do. We're probably putting the horse before the cart, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, you got to plan stuff out. But at the rate it changes and the stuff we have to put on instead of our our ball game sometimes. It's interesting. Like, no offense, were a lot of people entertained by the Badgers beating Green Bay by 40 points this no. afternoon? No, a lot of radios clicked off at 5 o'clock when the guy listening on his way home from work turned it off and went in and watched it. Right? That's yeah. what I think. So yeah. we, we could have been doing a game tonight, but whatever. I, and it's really weird, for, and we, we can get the high school stuff later, but... When you try to plan stuff out, it's not, and I try to explain this to people at work because there are specific days of the week when the girls play and then when the boys Normally, play. Normally, yes. And they never yeah. overlap. Yeah. 
You've got all four teams, boys and girls, playing tonight. Yeah. And you've got a lot of overlapping for the season because everybody is just looking for open dates. Wild West, is there an open gym? Let's play. Well, and it makes it tough on us in picking what games we're going to choose because if four teams play, three teams are pissed off that you didn't go to their games. So. That's right. And then they're going to add them up, and then mm-hmm. we're going to count well, it. Say, well, oh, trust me. Somebody's oh, counting. I can't somebody's wait counting. for those emails yeah. or letters or texts. It's uh yeah. Just we can play talk the about just that. play the world's tiniest violin while you're typing your email back, God. telling them to suck it. Well, let me let me know if uh, your team's in contention to win a championship. Oh, that's right, there are no championships. Mm-hmm. So what are you bitching about? Right. Anyway, we'll go over some NBA stuff, uh, some college football, college hoops. We already talked about the Badgers beating the pants off of UWGB. Marquette's playing right now, um, and then uh, we'll uh, leave with some high school hoops, which. Started in earnest um, on Monday. I think there were some games all late last week, or early last week before Thanksgiving. Okay, Packers and Bears. What do you think? <laughs> it was bad, man. Look at me over your glasses. Just bad. a shake of the head. I I was embarrassed for the Bears. I mean, I felt like the Packers could have. The the final was forty one to twenty five. It was forty one to ten. I felt like they could have scored 60 points if they wanted to. Um it it was it, that was that was rock bottom for them. Yeah. I think just cuz it's a rivalry and because It's a rivalry, it's national TV. You're kind of playing for your lives at that point for for your season. I think that um I think Nagy is coaching for his life. And uh unfortunately for them, they didn't show up ready to play. You know, and and it's just one of those things, and it's kind of a Packer tradition, especially at home. Get the ball, score a touchdown, go up seven to nothing. Well, you might as well be up thirty to nothing at that point because <laughs> the Bears can't score. Yeah, they just can't score. I thought Chicago. I mean, when Montgomery cracked off that fifty yarder, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. they can keep running the ball. But then I went, well, it's Nagy. He's not going to keep running the ball. Oh. And then if they get down even more, he can't run the ball. Right. And that's kind of what happened. I mean, they were they were down big at half, and it's like you, you're running game, and then you have to rely on Mitch Trubisky, who gets to start instead of Nick Foles, which Nagy even said after the game. I think he said on Monday, "Is there a, is there a plan in place why where where Trubisky's going to start on on Sunday?" And Nagy said something to the effect of, "I don't know why he wouldn't." Well, you benched him. So there has to be a reason why he wouldn't, if possible. I mean, was he was he that good in the Packer game where he earned another start? I, I just don't I don't understand that. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, even though he's not very good, Trubisky's better than Foles. I mean, you think so? What's the difference between a shit burger and a turd sandwich? The smell. One comes in a bun and one uses regular bread. They At the end of the day, you both got shit in your teeth. That's what it's like with these two quarterbacks. It's terrible. They're both bad. So I guess at least Trubisky, you know, maybe there's a potential to win a game by his athletic ability or something. <laughs> but Nick Foles has no athletic ability. He can't move. He makes poor decisions. Um I just, you know, and I don't think the Packers are the most talented team in the in the NFC by any stretch, 
But, man, was there a talent discrepancy on the field, yeah. especially on the offensive sides of the ball. The defense, the Bear defense was hurt with no hicks. Oh, that was big. When he doesn't play, that yes. defense is extremely yep. mediocre. And, and, and they pointed that out several times. But he didn't play. And, and that Bears defense, I think they're just fed up because they, they kind of quit. They kind of quit. And well, Jamal Williams had a had a run late in the game. Yeah. Maybe it was on the touchdown, it and was. it didn't look like anybody had any interest no. in even even no. touching him. And and it's got to be demoralizing when you're you're playing your ass off and you're holding these teams to seventeen, twenty points, and you get and it, three, and, and you get seven, yeah, and it's ten. it's twenty to three. Yeah, you know, or it's it's just got to be tough for those guys. And you know, you hate to say that any any athlete quit but I just kind of feel like they've quit on Nagy I just do I, I and I think that was apparent yesterday well, wait, in his press conference you, you, were, you texted me his comments I mean he comes out and basically calls out everybody but himself and says they need to get their act together and have some pride and it's like well but you guys you you and Pace put the roster together what are you guys doing Nagy right now to me isn't doing anything because he he has absolved himself of everything but coaching in practice because he handed off the play calling to Bill Lazor. Well, he's the NFC's Adam Gase. He's this supposed offensive genius. He's this supposed quarterback whisperer who can't coach up anybody. Like, Adam Gase was great with Peyton Manning. I mean, really? It's good with Peyton that. Manning's older than Adam Gase. He's not coaching him. Peyton Manning was the quarterback coach. Right. Do you think LaFleur is doing a lot of coaching no, in Rodgers? No. So Matt Nagy, he, he got the Andy Reid rub. Andy Reid's been around all these great quarterbacks. Every quarterback that plays for him, even even Kevin Kolb and Nick Foles and their brief times under him, had great times, had great years. And, you know, I think Cowherd said yesterday, Nagy only called the plays for like one year. Yeah. So, small, small sample size. It's a very size. small sample size, and, and it showed. And, you know, this team is just, there's, there's, they don't do any of the little things well. They don't do the big things well either, like, you know, score points. <laughs> but all the little things they're bad at, too. They get stupid penalties, um, you know, just guys running the wrong routes. I mean, there's so many times you watch these plays and, and Anthony Miller, it's the den to him, and he breaks left, and the ball goes right, and he's, you know, and then Trubisky makes this this throw, uh, the interception. He throws into triple coverage. Oh my! And Allen Robinson is running like a, a eleven yard in route for the first down, wide open, and he just doesn't throw it to him. And it's like, you know, that's why you're not going to be a starting quarterback next year because those are basic remedial throws that you have to be able to make in the NFL. Trubisky had a little bit of the Peyton Manning face on both of those picks when Savage picked him off in the end zone. And and then they when they go to break, they show Trubisky looking up at the board and kind of squinting like, oh, yeah, maybe that was a, maybe that was a bad idea. Like that, that was on both of them. Um, I heard an interesting theory from your boy Cowherd, though. It was pretty funny. Bye, boy. He yes, said that please. he said that the – the Jay Cutler experience for the Bears was so it, – it left them with such a bad taste in their mouth because they loved the talent. They couldn't stand the guy. Just Cutler was mm-hmm. – he was moody. Yep. Guys didn't really rally around him. Everybody knows the story. Well, Trubisky is like 
universally loved as this wonderful, polite, nice guy. Wants to lead. Wants to lead. But you look at his talent and you're like, eh. <laughs> eh. Okay. So it's like you, you kind of—it's like when you have a coach that's a hard ass, and then you hire the quote unquote players coach. It's kind of like the Bears tried to do that at the quarterback position, but you can't do that. Do you, as a Bears fan, and maybe take this out, take your fandom out of it? If you so, believe me, that's easy. If you, <laughs> if you're looking at the situation from the moment that they traded up to get him, looked at his progression, if you want to call that. But, I mean, look at his track record so far. See what he's gone through. If you're an NFL fan and you look at the Bears, do you feel sorry for that guy? Do you feel sorry for Mitch Trubisky? Uh, that he's put in a, yeah, in too yeah, bad of a position? A, a little bit, okay. because I think that, well, I don't think, I think if you know football and you watch him play, I think you go, he could be a he could be the twelfth best quarterback in the league. He's never going to be the fifth best quarterback in the league, but he doesn't really have much talent around him. They've never given him any kind of consistent line to help him and to keep him upright because he's been banged up the last couple of years mm-hmm. with some shoulder issues, and you're not well coached. You know, you put him with you know put him. With uh, swap him out with Jared Goff, for instance, and he's got a coach like McVay, and he's got some weapons around him. I think he could be like Goff. He could have those games where you're like, Jesus, three three ten and three touchdowns, no picks. Wow, that's a nice game out of Trubisky. But then he would still have some of the Goff games, like we just saw Goff that's have against I mean. San Francisco. So it's like, yeah, he could have success somewhere else. But I don't think he was ever going to be a consistently really good guy. So you just think bad situation, not great coaching, not great talent around you. In another environment, maybe he has a chance to prosper. If he's yeah. if he's the, let's say he's the eighth quarterback taken in the draft and he goes in the fourth or fifth round and then all of a sudden he's coached up, gets a chance to play after riding the bench for a couple years in a in a good situation, there's a chance that he could be better than where he is right now. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, look, I just look at a guy in his own draft class, Deshaun Watson. Equally shitty situation, equally incompetent coaching, lack of talent around him. The guy's phenomenal. I mean, he's one of the five or six best quarterbacks in the league, so... It's just, at the end of the day, unfortunately for, for Trubisky and the Bears, he's just not that talented, and he hasn't improved because there's not a lot there to improve with. Is this, as a Bear fan, and I, and I don't know whether you talk to other Bear fans or get the... the, the, the we hide a lot. The, <laughs> I don't know if there's you know meetings there's or There's a small community of underground... Bears Anonymous yeah, or something. Yeah, there's some kind of den in, you know that we all... Huddle in. That's a good one. Right. Um, hibernate together. Yeah. Sure. Um, do you get the sense that the collective fan base is so disappointed that this pick hasn't worked out, or is there more malice directed at the front office and the coaching staff for not making it better, or do you think they are going to regard this as one of the most colossal draft busts in franchise history? All of it. Okay. I mean, really. I mean, I think the true, true Blue Bear fans 
are the most disgusted with the front office and the people that own the team because they're consistently hiring the wrong people. Um, and you know, he wasn't the greatest coach in the world. You haven't made the playoffs since you had. Lo- you made the playoffs one time since you fired Lovey Smith, right? And you won the division. So yes, um, you're you're not hiring the right coaches. You've hired Mark Trussman, mm-hmm. John Fox, Death, yeah. and uh, and now Nagy. Those are three bad coaches. They're bad NFL coaches. Um, your your last GM, I can't even remember his name. He was so bad. And Pace has been bad. Pace's first round draft picks have been garbage. Angelo, yeah, Jerry Angelo. He Jerry, was in there Jerry, somewhere, Jerry but I think yeah, that's right. They might okay. add somebody else. But I mean, you think about it: Kevin White, Trubisky, Leonard Floyd. Um, these guys are not good. You know, he's got Roquan. That's a nice pick. Yeah, you got Khalil Mack, but, but you, you gave, gave up, up the farm for See, him. That's what I mean. You know, you gave up the farm for Mack, and you gave up the farm for Trubisky. You have to hit both of those. Because they're really your two most important positions on the field, two of the three. Well, you know, quarterback, left tackle, and rush end. And, and we've talked about Mac, who doesn't seem to perform well on his own in a box, needs guys around him. Yeah. Or else he's easy to game plan against and yeah. he can get taken out of the game. Well, he's not like, he's not like a J.J. Watt where he's just physically imposing. Right. You know, he's super talented, but he's not a, a, a physical specimen like some of these other dudes. I was just looking for a comp. For the whole Trubisky, and I and I'm not laughing about it. I'm just trying to analyze how big of an impact this potentially has on the franchise and the fan base. And I was thinking about it because people forget don't they haven't forgotten that Barry Sanders. There, there's a number of guys that could have been in green and gold instead of Tony Mandridge. Mm-hmm. There's a number of guys, chief among them Patrick Mahomes, that could have worn the navy. Is this, I mean, where do you rank that? I mean, do you think that's a, a, a decent comp as, as people are going to remember trading up and giving up for a franchise quarterback only to have it fail miserably? Well, I think it depends. I mean, the Packers have been fortunate that that stink is no longer on them because right. of the success they had really quickly after that. So you got to get rid of but, it. But they had a regime change sure. that came in with Ron Wolf and Holmgren, and that, that changed everything. That's what has to happen. In Chicago, I mean, they need they need somebody else running the team. If the McCaskies still want to own the team, fine. But whoever is currently above, who doesn't own it but is above Ryan Pace, right. they got to go because they're bad decision makers. You got to get somebody in there that makes the right calls and can hire the right people because that's where it starts with these teams, man. You look See, around the NFL, it's about the same five or six teams you can point to year in and year out that are going to be in the mix. And that's all you can really ask for at the end of the day, as much as I make fun of the Packers about it. You do just want to be in the mix. And when the, you're yep. well run, you're that allows you, and you can say, well, it's because they got Rodgers. Well, they got Rodgers because they're well run. You know, the Chiefs got Mahomes because they're well run. So that's that's just kind of how that league works. You want to get a chance to get, that's a, and that's what I tell people that say, well, you didn't win this and you didn't win it. Well, you well, know they, what? The, I'm not excusing the Packers' no. lack of no. of of winning titles because they should have won more. Right. But I'm just saying, but, you know, you get to the end, you get to the postseason, you've got a chance. Let me just say, I, I mean, you know, it, it it's a little bit understandable the complacency that goes on in Green Bay. When you're in a division – with the Bears and the Lions, said this who yesterday. are so yep. year in and year out 
bad and poorly run. And then you have the Vikings who about every five years they have a good team and they win the division. The other eight out of the ten years in the in the uh, decade, the Packers are winning the division. So, like, if you're looking around, I mean, I guess the only other example it would be like New England, and they're just kind of Belichick's just kind of on his own level. But nobody else is doing that really. No. You know, there's a lot more turnover turnover yep. in mm-hmm. in those divisions. Sure. You know, maybe I don't know the Saints have won like five in a row, but I mean, shit, you got you got three to four guaranteed wins in the division every year. So, I don't know. It's frustrating, man, being a Bear fan. Packers Oof. signed officially Tavon Austin off the scrap heap. They're going to hopefully fill the well, the role that Tyler Irvin, he's got a bunch of injuries, and they think that Austin is better because nobody really heard of Tyler Irvin before he got there, and then he was some sort of a crown jewel in Nagy's offense until he got hurt. Now they're saying Austin can do all those things and be better. I'm reserving judgment on that, I guess. And, I mean, you don't really – there's nothing to take from Sunday night for – no in, no major injuries. Sabotage, um, I mean, he got Corey Lind, up. Yeah, yeah, the center uh, sprained his MCL. He could be out a couple of weeks, maybe a month. Okay. So that's but, – but that's about it. And then they signed a 361-pound nose tackle. Off the Bears. Yes. Yeah. Who they were, he was with them for two weeks. He never saw a snap. Yeah. So whatever. But if you – you know, that's the middle of Mike Patton's defense – you need a big ass dude right there to stop the run for him for the running to go around. They don't have that guy. No. Kenny Clark's not. I mean, he's a good good player, but he's not just a guy that takes up space. You know what I mean? He's no Ted Washington. Well, God no. No Gilbert Brown. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. So we'll see if this does anything. Packers run defenses have gone down. They had Ryan Pickett, Howard Green, and like another guy. All, all a dude they stuck on the nose. That ate up double teams and plugged gaps. Yeah, because the Bears were even getting like seven, eight yards of carry the other night. They just, like I you know. said, they just didn't run the ball. But not, you know, since they got rid of all these nose tackles, one by one by one after a couple years, the run defense has gone steadily downward. So maybe they just put this dude in and just say, stay out there as long as you can, except on passing downs, and maybe we'll be able to stop the run. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I didn't. I didn't take away anything from the game. I mean, it was it was nice to watch. It's nice to beat the rival. Um, I went to bed right near once they got to forty one. At the end I don't of the, think the Bears are the, the Packers' rival anymore. No, no. I think it's the Vikings. Yeah, I, I just I just don't think they are. I don't so, think the Bears. Have, I think the Bears are a man without a country right now. So the old, the I old mean, style it, and the and the it, history of it. Let's put it this way: it's a rivalry to like our dads. Sure. In, in our lifetime? New fans doesn't really. doesn't really mean anything. Not really. Yeah. I mean, you know, for most of our lives, the Packers have beat the Bears. For basically all of the lives of people that are under 20, the Packers but, beat the Bears. So, Yeah, and, and it's weird that they're only, what, up by 5, 10 games. It's not in, a rivalry if whole... one team always wins. No, but, I mean, the series like is... they say, oh, they used to say to us, <laughs> I love doing this, Craig and Parker basketball, that was a rivalry. It's like, when? <laughs> 1970? Okay. Come on. Okay. Let's go Jerks. For, the, for the rest of week 12, which is not over yet as we talk, because Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Unbelievable. We're, you're going to be able to watch a game at work tomorrow. Yeah, I, got, I might have to try to figure that out somehow. <laughs> I'll give you, you my. Watch the first half. I'll give you my YouTube TV login. <laughs> you can go ahead and do that. Um, it doesn't sound like Lamar is going to play. No, he tested positive. Yeah, they're so. Guy, that's. Baltimore's in trouble, man. I would say against the Steelers, and it's at Pittsburgh for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I don't even know who their backup is. 
Baltimore? Yeah. I don't know. I don't offense. And that's one of those teams, I wonder if the backup plays like Lamar or if he's like the complete opposite. Just, so now your now your offense is just a disaster. Total pocket pass. Can't teams move. Do that. I don't know. If if yeah, if you have a starter that plays one way, you should probably have a backup that plays the same way so you don't have it's to like switch Matt, everything like, up. Remember Matt Schaub was Vic's yes. backup? Like, could you get two more polar opposites than that? <laughs> Game was originally for Thanksgiving, push back to Monday, push back to Tuesday. Push back to Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe the two worst Thanksgiving games ever. Oh my God! I had them on in the back, but I wasn't actively watching. Um, Houston pounds Detroit. They fire Matt Patricia. Happy Thanksgiving! And then did uh, I hear this right? In three years, he never won a division game. I believe I heard that the I other didn't day. Even read the article that that wouldn't surprise me. Didn't win a division game. That's that's amazing. Embarrassing. Yeah. Um, I mean, th- th- something was going on there, man, because there's been a lot of former Lions mm-hmm. that have really enjoyed him getting fired. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's wonder, some big-time schadenfreude there. I wonder if it's just he's just not the kind of dude that they have had in the past. I mean, I think nope. he just rolled in and thought he was Belichick Jr. Can't do that, Mm-mm. especially when you don't win. You got no cachet. No. You're the, de- you're the defensive coordinator on Belichick's right. staff, which means you're not the defensive coordinator. No. He is. You're, you you say, so So how about that play, Bill? What would you think about <laughs> right. that? Yeah. Uh, and then Washington pounded Dallas. I did not see that coming Mm-mm. to that degree no. anyway. But that's... Washington plays hard, man. Ron Rivera, good coach. There were a lot of people afterwards. It's the and... guy the Bears could have had be their coach, well, and they let right. him walk. Um, there are a lot of pundits that have. Have, are now basically saying that the, the the McCarthy thing in Dallas is over and it's a disaster and it needs to be done. Mm. Like I don't know how you can give it a one year sample size, less than a year, and call that. But so I mean, especially injuries. when when you lose your franchise quarterback and they and they've lost all their linemen. Right. I mean they they're they're just decimated. I, I mean I really don't think. And somebody said that Jerry Jones hung on to Jason Garrett for years after everybody was calling for his firing. Yeah. McCarthy's not going anywhere. I wouldn't think so because I think that would look bad on Jerry Jones. Like what you like? Right. You really you hired this guy? And one thing he doesn't want to do is look bad. Right. Um. I texted you about this because I, I didn't get a chance to watch a whole lot of football at all this weekend. Falcons and Raiders forty three to six. Yeah. What? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't assume you watched it. No, I mean, I was catching some of the highlights, but uh, yeah, it was just you know a couple of turnovers and it just turned into a boat race. And I mean, that's ugly. But it just it just speaks to this league being so. Random mm-hmm. and there's so much mediocrity with these teams. I mean, the Raiders really aren't very good, but they're good enough to be over 500. And for whatever reason, they're a bad matchup with the Chiefs, so they look a little better than they are. And we talked about it last week. Like Atlanta's really shouldn't be as bad as they are. Right. But then 20 minutes before the game's going to start, Julio's a scratch, but they still score 40. It just makes no sense. Buffalo by 10 over the Chargers. Yeah, I didn't see too much of that no. game, but Buffalo is pretty much in uh, command the whole way. Uh, you said Cincinnati's not going to win again, and they let the Giants come in and beat them. Yeah, but like barely nineteen to seventeen. Well, the Giants aren't good, and they yeah, Daniel and Jones, Jones did is hurt. Get hurt. Yeah, so. and it sounds like he's going to be. He avoided major injury, but he's going to be out for a little bit with a hammy. Um, Titans roll over the Colts. Man, that was a little the, the yeah that, that that was a little shocking to be that. Well, scored, I mean, points. Derrick Henry just mauled well. him. I know. Didn't he have 200 yards by halftime or something like that? Three scores. Yeah. 
Yeah, he. I mean, but it's one of those things too. It's like, well, okay, well, who's Indianapolis? Are they the team that just that beat the Packers, beat the shit out of the Packers yeah. in the second half last week, or are they the team that got stomped? I don't know. We watched a little bit of the Vikings game because we were in Minnesota territory before we hit the road, uh, and then we we checked the scores on the way home in the second half. Yeah, Carolina just blew that game. Serious. Yeah. And they had a 54-yarder to win it with one second left. They missed it wide. And Minnesota, I mean, Cousins, five plays, 75 yards. And that and that was without feeling. Um, mm-hmm. Don Beebe's kid, apparently, um, he, he made up for a major mistake. But um, Vikings now, same record as the Bears. Told you. Uh, and then you called the uh, Belichick schooling yeah. the Cardinals. I mean, Kingsbury. in back-to-back weeks, he went, he had a uh, grad, Kingsbury had a grad program that was taught by Pete Carroll last week. <laughs> and then he graduated into the master's program right. uh, this week and was taught by Bill Belichick and ended up leaving school with his tail between his legs both times. <laughs> I mean, that's just, there's no excuse for Arizona to lose that game. The, the it's just outmatched in the in the coaching category. It's not even close. You think the Dolphins should have beat the Jets by more? I mean, twenty to three is know. not that. I mean, it seems like the Jets should be getting. I mean, absolutely stomped on a weekly basis. Well, it sounds like two is done for a while. Mm-hmm. His thumbs messed up, so it's going to be Fitz magic for a little bit here. And I don't know. I mean, I guess he's maybe a little more stable, but man, you don't. You're not very explosive. Browns pick up their eighth win. Yay. Beat Jacksonville. I think Shad Khan just lost his 100th game I saw of his ownership tenure. That's not great. Jesus. Good um, thing he owns uh, Impact Wrestling or whatever the hell it's called. And then New Orleans. This the, the, the Broncos thing, I don't understand. It's kind of disappointing. I mean, it kind of is. Um, they had... What three quarterbacks on the roster, then one on the practice squad, and none of them could play. Four, I think. One of them actually was. had COVID. The other three, I think, were got, just exposed. Were exposed, yeah. And I mean, they they filed for their coach, the assistant coach, to play. The league turned them down. Said, "No, sorry, you don't have a quarterback. You need to go turn to the next best guy, which was a wide receiver." Well, don't ever talk to me about player safety, because you were not worried at all about the safety of the used car salesman that was playing quarterback for the Broncos or any of those receivers that he was going to lead into trouble that were going to get laid out. You weren't worried about that at all. You were just trying to be make sure the game was on. You were trying to arbitrarily punish Denver because they were offenders earlier in the year and you find them for not wearing masks. And then your three quarterbacks were caught in the uh, quarterback room, not wearing their masks. This was a punishment. Plain and simple, it was a punishment because there's also no reason you couldn't have moved that game to Tuesday or right. even tomorrow, played a doubleheader. Yeah, but it's Denver not, tried to get him to do that. It's not but, as sexy as Baltimore and Pittsburgh, though, so nobody would care whether it's the Saints and the Broncos. But just don't, you know, don't patronize me with this player safety shit. It's just a convenient crutch to use when you want to bring it out there. They'll but continue you don't to do it because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to anybody. Um, I didn't see this game, but did it come down to the wire, Niners and Rams? Yeah, tie game. Uh, Robbie Good is gold. Back to kick a field goal. Jalen Ramsey jumps off sides. Another five yards closer. Bang, go, boingo. Somehow the Niners are still in it. Wow. And Jared Goff was just, I mean. Brutal. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> Owen is 0-4 in his last four starts against the Niners, though. That's that's interesting. It's not a good one. They're in no. your division. Um, Chiefs, they hold off Tampa Bay. Buccaneers put up a fight. 
Yeah. Um, but I, I watched a little bit of that game when, when we got home. Um, turned out to be a decent. It, it looked like it was going to get ugly early. Tyreek Hill is ridiculous. It's just not even fair. It's not fair. It's he, it's a cheat code. It really is. <laughs> 99 Madden rating. Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, I don't know who beats them. I, I, I just, you know, unless some weird stuff happens where, you know, you get a, a strip sack of Mahomes and you run it in for a touchdown, I don't know. I just don't know who's going to beat this team. Monday Night Football, did I read that the Seahawks defense was, like, giving up the most yards from scrimmage or something like that? I, I Probably. Thought, I thought I read some ridiculous statistic. It was like, Seattle? I, but they barely beat Philadelphia, mm-hmm. which has now a quarterback. I mean, they've always – doesn't matter who's behind – there's always a quarterback issue there. I think Doug Peterson's going to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just think that – He's going to be the scapegoat because they can't they can't scapegoat Wentz. They owe him too much money, right? So, so it's coach has got to go. Thanks yep. for thanks for the Super Bowl. Bye. Right. Uh, go ahead and run through the playoff picture. All right, AFC uh, Pittsburgh still at ten and zero. We don't know their result, but we assume they'll win tomorrow. KC ten and one. Tennessee eight and three. Buffalo eight and three. Those are your four division leaders. Cleveland. The five seed right now at eight and three. Miami seven and four. Indy seven and four. That rounds out the field. Baltimore is at six and four with tomorrow's game yet to be played. And the Raiders also with six wins, six and five. So they're the two on the outside hanging around. But Baltimore loses that. I think they're in some trouble. Um, NFC Saints nine and two. Seahawks eight and three. Packers eight and three. Giants. Four and seven. Those are your division leaders. Rams seven and four. Tampa seven and five. Arizona six and five. Round out the uh, conference. Vikings, Bears, Niners all sitting at five and six. Yeah. Now, I'm a little worried about my Cardinals, man. Yeah, these last two weeks they've blown two games they should have won. They should, and they they blew the Miami game. They should be nine and two, but they're sitting at six and five. They got a tough next couple of games. I mean, they got all division games now, mm-hmm. and their division's really good. So yes, it is. It's going to be tough for them. I think Minnesota's going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to go eight and eight, and they're going to win a tiebreaker with Arizona, and they're going to make the playoffs. That's my prediction. Okay, all right. I hate it. I don't. I want to be wrong very much because <laughs> I'd much rather watch Kyler Murray in the playoffs of course, than, Kirk, than Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Please. Uh, all right, so let's move ahead to week 13, even though we're not done with week 12. Um, we'll start. There is no Thursday night game this week, correct? Right, right. Okay, so we go into the weekend and have the Saints and the Falcons. What? Where? What's what's Bree's status? I mean, I know He's still out. his innards are in pieces. Jason but I mean, Hill sucks. Oh, it's fine. He can't play he, quarterback. No, he's, he's bad. He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. Like... Watching that, so uh, they kept putting it on red zone for some reason because there's only like three afternoon but games. But people talk glowingly about what he can do. He can't throw the football. He's bad quarterback. I mean, you put him down by the goal line and want to snap it to him, sure, he can get in the end zone. But he can't throw in complete passes. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Atlanta wins this game. I mean, I think New Orleans has won like eight in a row. So they're they're due for, for okay. a stinker. Your Bears and the Lions wow. under Daryl Bevel. Can they black this one out here locally? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think so, but... Um, Jesus. If, this is one of those games, too, that the Bears will win because now I'm, now I'm all in on them losing out. But it's like, oh, they're playing Stafford. The Lions, like, half their team's hurt. They got a new coach. 
Like, this is just one of those, all of a sudden the Bears are 6-6. Six and six, and It's like, God damn it. <laughs> this, when would you say the Browns and the Titans would be a, a decent game? They're both at 8-3, and three, but is this also one of those where you're going to look and be like, on paper, cool. Then after the score shows, like, we were excited about this. I, think I have a feeling that might be. Yeah, I think Tennessee wins by two touchdowns. Right? Yeah. You kind of show, like, oh, that's a nice record. We're better. Yeah. Un- unless, you know, Nick Chubb goes nuts or something, but All right. I don't know. And and uh, what's his name? Garrett. He's been hurt. Whether he plays or not will be big. Um, Cincinnati at Miami. This should be an easy win for the Dolphins, you even with so. Fitzpatrick. So, um, man, that, that AFC East outside of the Jets is just very, very interesting with, mm-hmm. with Buffalo and New England just kind of hanging around. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville with one win at Minnesota. This is one that you uh, – this is one if you lose, I think you have to contemplate being done with Zimmer. I don't think Zimmer's going anywhere. Even if they lose no. this game. No, no. The, I mean – Boy, oh boy, losing last week to the Cowboys. Ooh, you'd be six and five right now, mm-hmm. looking at seven and five after this. That's week. what I mean. You'd really be sitting. Pretty. But those are bad losses, yeah. especially well, Dallas coming at home. Now you're of, at home against Jacksonville. They're young, man. All right. I think they're a year away, but I think Zimmer. I, I would be surprised if he gets fired. Okay. Uh, Raiders. Ooh, Raiders and the Jets. This should be a bounce back game. Is there any? Okay. I don't think so. We can move on. Uh, Indianapolis and Houston. Yeah, I mean, Houston, you never know. They can score a little bit, but this just seems like an eh game. Yeah. Um, Intriguing game for you and for your Cardinals because now the Rams come in after a shitty performance Mm -hmm. and the Cardinals desperately need a win, division game. Otherwise, you're back to 500 and maybe being close to out of it. Right. This is a huge game for them. I mean, I I kind of think a must win. Yeah. I don't th- I don't think you want to end up you, you don't want to have to you know, fight it out with Minnesota if you can help it. Right. Uh Giants go to Seattle. This should be a win for Battle the of Division leaders. Would, well, yeah. Philadelphia that, and Green Bay, I think. Jesus. What did I see the This points? is the day that Carson Wentz snaps out of it. He played really well there last yeah, year. Yes, he did. Yeah. We were Jane and I were at a Luke Bryan concert, and mm. I was me and a, a random dude were checking our phones, watching the and I just kept watching the Eagles score and score and score, and then I had no interest in the concert because I was that was just, like his last good game. I was just pissed. It was like week two for that. Yeah, um, but I thought well, I don't know what the point spread opened up. I thought it was like nine. Yeah, I may, may, maybe like it was that. double digits, but um, you would think that this should be a win. Uh, I I would think, but. You'd think so at home. You never know. New England and the Chargers. Yeah. Both losing records. Go Herbert. Okay. Uh, Broncos at the Chiefs. This will be a slaughter. Are they going to have a quarterback? What's, nah, I what's, don't know. Even if Drew Locke plays, it'll be a slaughter. That doesn't matter. Um, Monday Night Football doubleheader. Game one, Washington and Pittsburgh. Okay. I mean, I would think that the Steelers would win that. I think if they win Wednesday and they win this game, they might be able to wrap the division up. Dolphins get nervous? The old Dolphins team? No. Running the table? No. Okay. I don't think Pittsburgh is good enough to, to win, win the, the Super Bowl. Bowl and be undefeated. Okay. Um, Bills. Plus, they're all dead now. After well, Shula died, that was kind of it. Bills and the Niners. Boy, these, the Monday night doubleheader not is great. not great. No. When is Dallas and Baltimore? Do we know? Tuesday. It's, oh, it's next yeah. Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday. 
Okay. And then okay. Tampa and Carolina are on the bye. So not, yeah. nothing, you know, that that Ram-Cardinal game is probably the best game of the week. Which is surprising because they don't have that great a record. Otherwise, I'm, I'd am i watch the Browns and the Titans, Yeah, honestly. that yeah. that Those two games, to me, would be it if I'm not watching the Packers. All right, so that's the NFL talk. About a good 40 minutes of that or so. Um, training camp's open today in the NBA. The 22nd is when the season opens. We when do we have the schedule? I thought it was supposed to come out the first. The first half comes today, maybe. Yeah, in the next day or two, okay. I think they're releasing. Yeah, they're just going to do half the schedule now and kind of see how everything plays out. Uh, but yeah, training camps kind of informally open today. They could do some individual stuff. Then they're going to do some like two on two tomorrow, four on four, and then by the by the weekend they'll ramp it up to five on five. I believe next week actually is the first. Uh, they have three um, preseason games. Preseason games. We're going to be able to get on one of them out of the three. Um, they face the Mavericks twice at the Fiserv, yeah, and then they go down to New Orleans. I think we're going to get to that Monday game. I think it's the fourteenth. We're, we're we're going to get that on the air at least. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you know if you pay attention to the schedule much, which in the NBA it doesn't really matter. But this year it's a little interesting. I bet they do something where like. You know the Bucks, the Bulls, and the T Wolves. I bet they're like a little bit of a pod where they, and maybe even throw Cleveland in there. Where like, you know, if if Houston is going to do something, maybe they play all those teams in one sweep. You know, when they come up north, instead of going like Milwaukee to right. to Miami, then back to Indiana. No, like that just do, doesn't yeah. make sense this year. You but can't do that. Um, yeah, three weeks from opening night, though. I mean, it's it's crazy how fast it's come. Um, but over the weekend. A lot of Giannis rumors. Michael texted me that Jackie Max said that Giannis is going to sign. Jackie McMullen reported somewhere. I didn't find where. I saw somebody said on Twitter that she reported it, that she has been told that he's going to sign the Max contract. By who, or is it a confidential source? She didn't say. Um, John Kuhn said something uh, before the Packer game about it on Twitter, that he heard people there at the game talking about it. Um, football people talking about. I don't know. Where, I don't know what he does. If he is he a reporter or is he a broadcaster? I, now? I, I think he's on the radio now. So he was probably with other football people. F- well, sure, but you know, they're still media people. Yeah, okay. Um, but nothing yet. There was a report, or I saw something today that Giannis was on. Like I don't know. I don't know if it was a radio show or a uh, like a webcast or something. But he he made the comment of. If Anthony Davis, LeBron James, or Kevin Durant want to come to Milwaukee and play with me, that's great. I don't have any problem being a number two to those guys. Now, I haven't verified it. I just saw it on Twitter. I don't know where it's from. Um, That sounds like a guy who's going to sign here. Not going anywhere. I still think he's going to sign here. I've ultimately always thought that. You've maintained that, yes. Um, I would think if it's going to happen, though, I think they're going to want to do it in the next seven days, maybe. Get it out of the way way. before game starts because... Otherwise, you're going to get asked this constantly for the next 72 game nights or whatever, however long the season ends up being. So if you're going to stay, just stay. And I think in the long run, I think these guys that drag it out and then stay, I think they actually end up hurting their team. Because if you sign now, a year early, now your team can kind of figure out where they're going and you can build in a certain direction. Or if you drag it out, and now it's like, well, okay, well, what if you leave? Maybe I got to trade you. Do I right. have to have these backup plans? So maybe we don't invest all this money on guys who would be complimentary to you and well, your and your game. 
And, and, a, and a guy like Holiday, who you just trade for, right. he's under contract this year, but he's got an option next year. Well, if you sign now and you guys have a great year, he's more likely to maybe pick that up if he already knows you're here. Right. As opposed to, well, I don't know, I might come back. And then all of a sudden he's got people that are going, hey, come join our team. So I would love to be a fly on the wall in the agent player conversations and that whole scenario that you just mentioned. Yeah. Because once you tell it to a player like that and like you see, it's the, it's maybe would be the best interest for you. It'd be the best interest for the team. If you want to win a championship, I I don't know how you can refute any of that and say, well, it's still best not to sign it. Well, and it's very, um, in, I don't know. I, I don't know a better word. It's very incestuous. The whole the whole way it works. Like Giannis's agent is also Bam Adebayo on Miami's agent, who just signed who a max. just signed a max. So it was like there was a lot of speculation of okay, did Miami give him the full max with no option on the fifth year because they already know they're getting Giannis because Giannis's agent, who's also Bam's agent, maybe tipped him off. And it's like all the shit that's gone on with LeBron right. and his agency, agency and all the people that that uh, Rich Paul represents and that he he shoves and drives to whatever seems to benefit LeBron the most. Um, so there's a lot of you know there's not a lot of agents that represent a lot of guys. Right. So yeah, you know, who are you looking out for when you're telling Giannis? I think you should sign now. Right. Are you really looking out for him? Are you looking out for somebody else? Like, you know, it'd be it'd be tough waters to navigate for a young guy. I mean, that's a lot of money and like for you watching know. an episode of Arliss or something it's crazy. Like with that. All right, I'd that's... love to have the problem though. <laughs> well, of course. Um, anything else on the NBA? I mean, we're just nah. kind of waiting for the schedule and stuff to happen. Pretty right? much, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, oh the, the Bucks did sign uh, former Michigan standout Nick Stauskas. So. Uh huh. We'll see if he uh, the okay, makes, can make the roster. Uh, let's move to college football, and I think you put it succinctly in the notes. What the hell is happening? Yeah. It's every week. The list of games that gets canceled or postponed and teams scrambling to find somebody else is getting longer and longer every week. And it's hitting the Big Ten. Um, particularly hard. The Big Ten, <laughs> they have not looked good at any point during this whole college football season. Nope. From the start to when they canceled everything to when they got hammered for doing it too early, only to jump back in to get portrayed, well, we got to get some money. These other conferences are still doing it. They say, we're ready. We've got rapid testing. Now they do it. They got Wisconsin canceling right out of the gate for two weeks. Now they had Ohio State. They've they've had almost every team cancel pretty much. Who the hell is going to end up in the Big Ten title game? Right now, it looks like, from what I read today, Ryan Day can't coach on Saturday if the Buckeyes play. They were scheduled to resume football activities today. Okay. But then I read over the weekend there would be no way for the number of positive cases that they had to cancel their game this past weekend, that they could resume and they could play, which would knock them out of the Big Ten Championship, right. which would then, if things hold... Which, at the end of the day, is the entire reason why the Big Ten came back was to so get Ohio, Ohio State, State to the college the... football playoff. Exactly. So if Ohio State can't play this weekend, then they're not going to go to the Big Ten Championship and everything holds, 
It'd be Indiana, who just, who just lost, lost their, their quarterback, quarterback yeah. and already lost to Ohio State against Northwestern wow. in the Big Ten Championship. And then it it gave the whole sports world the, how do you leave the Big Ten champion out of the college football playoff and put Ohio State in with two canceled games and no title, but they have the best record and the highest ranking? So what's more valuable? Yeah. Them, that storied program? Or the crown it's, it's, of the Big Ten champion. It's a sports ethics question, for sure. And you I know? know, and I know they don't want to deal with it. No, no, they don't want to. They deal want with Ohio it. State to play this weekend badly. Yes, because they're the easy pick mm-hmm. to go and earn them some shared revenue or whatever. You well, know. They could win a national title, right? I mean, let's just be honest. Realistically, for sure. So, but if if they play this weekend, Ryan Day can't coach. So I, the Badgers are playing though. Against Indiana, is that what we know? Yeah, and it sounds like the guy whose quarterback is a dude that they tried to recruit, and I, I thought his name sounded familiar, and he wound up signing with Utah, and then he transferred to Indiana. I don't know if he's any good. Um, but, yeah, because Penix, that's, he was playing really well, even though they played like crap against Maryland. Um, um, I totally forgot. I just lost my train of thought. But, anyway. Oh, for Penix. That's the same knee twice now. Is it? Did it in 2018. Mm. And now he's got it in 2020. So I would be hard-pressed to see if he gets, if he's able to come back again and and, and be the same dude. But um, Minnesota had to cancel again this weekend. I'm still waiting. The talk immediately, and you brought it up even before we did our last episode about that last Big Ten weekend um, where the championship is because Wisconsin's not going to make it. and they're already talking about the potential the, the the Minnesota AD when somebody brought it up when they did the when they did the cancellation for last week for the Axe about not doing the extra crossover game and just playing for the Axe because that game's more important mm-hmm. because at the end of the day if it the doesn't stand, matter it's, right yeah. and, and and if the standings all come out would you rather see two teams that have already played right or I don't want to see the Badgers play Indiana again or right. I don't want to see them play Maryland I right. don't I don't care no. So we'll see whether that happens. I would think that that's important enough that they might make that happen and then just let the other Big Ten teams, well, we don't want to play Rutgers again, whoever it is from the West or, or, or the East, say, well, then we already played them. We're not going to play them again. Right. And then just, well, then you're free to opt out. Right. Be my guest. So I don't know. Um, there, there's, there's cancellations all over college football. It's just a matter of who actually is playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. Did you have anything else? No, no. I just wanted you to explain it because I didn't really know what was going on. Uh, college hoops. We already talked about uh, Wisconsin. They won by forty against UWGB. Will Ryan's return to the to the Kohl Center. Wisconsin had a beat in pretty much every phase of the game. They had a twenty eight point lead at halftime or something like that. They beat Eastern Illinois and then they pounded Arkansas Pine Bluff. But Marquette did as well and then they beat Eastern Illinois. So um, Marquette and OK State. Playing still should right still, still be playing yep. right now. Yep. Um. How do you? How's the? How's the first two games gone? I I checked some box scores. How is the post Marcus Howard, uh, organization and ball sharing and scoring going? Uh, it's really ugly basketball. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 bad. And in the Badgers, some of what I watched from them wasn't. You know, they're a lot more of a fundamental team than Marquette is typically, but. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's so early, and these teams haven't really practiced that much. So it's it's 
it's understandable. But um, uh, Marquette, uh, not a lot of perimeter shooting this year. I'm curious to see how they overcome that. Um, you know, they got a, a transfer point guard, DJ Carton from Ohio State, who was granted the uh, the waiver to mm-hmm. play immediately because these this year doesn't count for eligibility, right. which. Don't even get me started on that. That's no. a discussion for another Talk day. Talk to Micah Potter about it. Um, Marquette's got a kid, uh, Dawson Garcia, who was a McDonald's All-American last year, top 20 recruit in the country. Big kid, about 6'9". Uh, really good. But, like I told I was talking to my dad about it. They played Eastern Illinois and Arkansas Pine Bluff. So talk to me after this week. You got Oklahoma State tonight, and Badgers then you got the Friday. Badgers on Friday, and you're going to go up against two... 22-year-old seasoned Big Ten men. men. So that'll be interesting because I think this kid is, um, he could be a one-and-done, but we'll see. We'll see how his season goes. But tonight they're playing Oklahoma State, who has the number one recruit in the country, a kid named Cade Cunningham, who um, as of right now is the presumptive number one pick in the draft next year. So. Um, so some good early season matchups, um, tonight, Duke and Michigan state are playing Kansas and Kentucky yeah. are playing, um, Jalen Johnson, formerly of Sun Prairie yep. going up against Joey Hauser, formerly of Stevens point, And then Marquette, he's now on Michigan state. They're going head to head tonight. Jalen Johnson in the first game the other night, 19 points, 19 rebounds, eight for eight from the floor. I was just going to say, wasn't he hundred yeah. percent from the floor? Yeah. So again, cop and state, but again, freshman. So it's impressive. But tonight against Michigan State, here you go. You, here you go. You're you're playing against some of the big boys, and mm-hmm. I'm I, I, I'm sure he'll do well. He's starting. I would assume. I, would, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that that'd be interesting. I, would, I wouldn't mind watching a little bit of that. And then okay. uh, tomorrow, or, no Thursday, um, former Craig player Adam Anhold, who is currently at Western Illinois, they play Iowa Thursday on the oh, Big Ten Network. Be, I think it's seven. That'll be cool. So, uh, okay. welcome to D1 Ball. Um no kidding. Please guard Mr. Garza, the number one player in the country. Right. And also a seven-foot giant. Have fun. Wow. Welcome to the league, my friend. When is that? That's Thursday? It's Thursday, yeah. yeah. I got to make that appointment viewing. Yeah. See if he can... Okay. It's always cool to see the local kids though, get, get a little exposure. So For sure. Hope they all do well. Well, speaking of local kids, they're all on display tonight. Um, Craig boys were playing Martin Luther at home tonight. Um, Craig girls were at Union Grove. The Parker boys on the road at Edgerton. And then the Parker girls at home against Lake Country Lutheran. They are installing almost at every gym their own YouTube channels. Milton has done this, and they've actually done game broadcasts. I don't know if they have an AV club or whatever. It was a, a kid that shadowed me last year. Yeah, Riley, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, Riley. And, and he came to a game with us and kind of took some notes and whatever, and uh, he's going to UW-Madison to try and make a career out of it. And uh, so they are now having their own YouTube channels. I don't know if there's PA announcers. I don't know if there's graphics for a score. I don't know how they can zoom in. I, I don't know any of the particulars, just that – since fans aren't allowed past two spectators per athlete, if you want to see some, you can search for their YouTube channel. I might maybe click over. Yeah, I might check some out just, tonight when yeah. I'm watching some other games. Right, and- just see what's at. Watch something on my phone or whatever my, my on, on the laptop. And um, You and I have been hammering out this schedule for yeah. 
It seems like a month. It's not easy. It's not. <laughs> it's constant, it seems like it changes about every third day. I mean, I just, you know, I thought I had it finalized, and then I had texted you this morning when I saw two updates and they added two games, and then I talked to one of the coaches and said, yeah, we're changing in another game, and it's like, but everybody has said, both athletic directors, this is going to be the way that even, even uh, Ben McCormick, the AD for Craig and the boys coach, we're not, we might get to 5 o'clock and say, we can't play the game tonight in two hours, but we're going to pick up another opponent and we're going to play tomorrow on a previous off day. So that's two big swings that right. you didn't anticipate, but that's what you're going to have to deal with. Yeah. Well, as long as those guys are communicating with you, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, I woke up this morning and didn't know the Parker girls were playing tonight. Right. Until I saw the paper. Because otherwise we could have done that game right. instead of doing this. And you had asked me, like, somebody didn't tell you? I'm like, no, nobody told me. Yeah. You know, well, I'm, I'm a one-man department yeah. who only well, works I mean, we out of there at 1030 they're, in the morning. It's not like they're they're screaming at, uh, standing on a rooftop with a loudspeaker telling everybody that they're playing. I mean, if that hadn't, if if the Gazette hadn't printed their preview articles today, wouldn't known, we, we wouldn't have even known. I wouldn't have known until tomorrow when I saw a box score and I went, wait right, a minute. right. They're playing, so, so we we, we got to have a little help, a little communication, because yes. we want to do as many of these games as we can. I do. I don't think we're going to do much, if any, traveling, especially out of county. No, and I, I we, but there's I'm, enough games that are going to be played in town between sh- Craig and Parker, and I mean, literally any night of the week, we could have a game. See, so. and, and that's the thing. Normally, it's reserved for like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe some random Tuesdays in there as well. But the, those are the games. you Now we've got games on Mondays, Wednesdays, you know, some Saturday. You know, so, I mean, yeah. we're, we're going to get to do some games. I don't know how many will hold up. we got a decent schedule right now. we got to, you know, we, we, we got some games to do. It might be a little muffled. Well, we got an opportunity if things work out to do some pretty cool games. I yes. mean, um, the Craig girls are playing Beaver Dam here at home at one point. Yep. Beaver Dam is the best team in the state. Maddie Wilkie. She's going to UW. Yep. Um, we've got the Craig girls who Claudia Fierris has a chance to break the school scoring record. So, they're you know, Craig boys should have a, a pretty good team. They got a lot of their kids back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll Hopefully see. we see some good stuff. First game right now scheduled for next Tuesday, the 8th. That is, we're going to go shy of the hour mark, but that's, that's okay. All right. we'll, we'll save all the fun we'll, for next week. We'll and, take and, it easy. and folks, don't get your hopes up because we're really lame and very uncreative. So whatever we, whatever we give you, we probably yep. thought it up 10 minutes before the show. <laughs> that is the intentional foul for this week. We thank you for listening, downloading, subscribing. We ask you, as always, to please tell your friends. I'm Josh. I'm Dan. And we will talk to you next time. Thank God it's basketball season. (laughs)